I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey, everybody. It's Hoops the Podcast again. We're still here. We're still queer. And we're living and loving. How are you, G? Doing well, man. Sipping a little tea. Is that what you're drinking? A little espresso. Oh, wow. At a time like this. Can't say I hate it. It's all we can do. Yeah. Are Um, you in Maine? I I had to go to Maine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Maine. How is that? Where is it? No, I know where it is, but how, how is it? It's the most northern and the most eastern state. That's where it is. I, I understand, but I'm saying like you're now in a little setup. You know Boston, right? <laughs> Dude. It's just like yeah. two hours north of there. Yes, yes. That's right. Are you going to go to Acadia? Too far. Too far for me. Is it open? Dude, Probably. guess how cold it is here right now. Is it cold? It's 29 when we pulled in last night. There's six inches of snow on the ground oh my god that sucks dude it's just a complete revision of, or reversion to winter we were in spring in pennsylvania and now we're back in winter in maine you seemed much happier in pennsylvania we'll see i think i can adjust <laughs> here i think once the weather gets nicer here i'll be happier here because you know we're on the water and i can go stand up paddle boarding and I think there's a golf course nearby that's still open, so I can oh, wow. do stuff like that. But I don't know, man. Everything, every we'll see. We'll see what the laws are like in a, in a week or two. Right. Um, yeah, totally, man. It's amazing to me how days of the week are just not a thing anymore. Yeah, they, they still are for me. Yeah, I forgot that you have work. Yeah, which, but it also makes me appreciate. I, I think I appreciate the weekend more now than I ever have. That's great. Why? Because all day long, I feel like I should be just binging television and eating shitty food and smoking weed. And I don't have the ability to do that. Right. For all intents and purposes, I feel like I'm having a day at home. And yet I can't have the luxury of having a day at home. So... Um, the weekend, finally, I get to actually do what I want, which is really nice. Don't you typically work from home normally, but is your setup just better suited for that? <sighs> or not? Or do you not? Good question. Yeah. I mean, I do, but normally when I'm working from home, you know, I go to the gym right. and then I do stand up at night. Right. So now it's a whole day in sweatpants and staying in the house and... There's no TV shows to go along with it. Right, 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 right. Sucks butt, dude. Yeah. But you know what, G? I was thinking this. I bet you that our listeners are a little tired of hearing about the coronavirus. You think so? I was thinking we we should explore some other avenues that people aren't talking about. Please. You got anything? Well, I have a, one more coronavirus thing. Let's keep talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> I just had one thought of something that's been happening that's been annoying me. Great. The amount of people who've been texting me saying they have a friend who knows a friend in the government and they send some big text 
that's supposed to be alerting you that the army is moving like some fucking crazy shit like that i've got like getting those crazy texts have you i have not but i've been hearing about them yeah dude it's so it's so insane it's like it's like today's version of chain mail remember chain mail it's true it really is remember getting those chain mail like was it emails or was it i don't think it was emails it was letters that said you've got to send this letter on to to 20 20 people people. your whole family will get eaten by wolves (laughs) yeah we get those on facebook too yeah but back in the day when we were kids it was physical snail mail and there were there were like links piece of paper or something i don't even remember exactly what it was I think I know what you're talking about. My sister know. followed through on one of those, and it, it, it cost us her college tuition and stamps. <laughs> we all fell for it. It's bullshit. Dude, so we know better now because of stuff like that, but it's always funny to me when somebody ages themselves on Instagram or on whatever by posting some, like, send this to 20 people or your dog's going to die. Or, like, yeah. I do not give Instagram the right to post on my behalf. Like, remember that? Yeah. It was right. only like people over 50 posting that. I remember Sal Volcano posted it from uh, Impractical Jokers. He's and a good I was guy like, too. come on. Yeah, he is a great guy. Very, <laughs> very successful. Well, dude, I have a funny story actually, since if we're pivoting away. I, I thought of this the other day because I was walking through the house um, in my underwear mm-hmm. and, I bumped, and I bumped into somebody and I was really embarrassed. And it reminded me of a time. <laughs> where I was in my girlfriend's apartment in New York City. I thought no one was home. Mm. And her apartment was two floors. It was very nice. This is an old ex-girlfriend. Um, I walked down the stairs and I go in through the living room and the fucking Beckhams are sitting on the couch, dude. And I'm in what? my underwear. The Beckhams. The Beckhams. Victoria Beckham, David Beckham, sitting on the couch. I'm in my underwear. What are you, you know, Julio? I swear. What? How? Why? So <laughs> many fucking questions. Her dad was like a big, her dad was like a fucking, uh, was like a badass. And he had a meeting with them. I the didn't know he was fashion? home. What? Yes. The guy who's in, okay, yeah. yeah and yeah. she told me that no one was home. And she would always do this. She would be like, no one's home. And then so I should, I should have known better. Like, I don't, yeah, there was a bunch of times where like we shit would happen where she'd be like, it's fine. And then it would happen and we would get in trouble. And then she'd be like, well, you better go talk to him. And then I'd have to go fucking deal with it. But anyway, so that happened. I'm just in my underwear meeting the Beckhams. And I was like, oh, I think he's around here somewhere. Uh, so I'm sorry. Like, what kind of underwear were you wearing? I was wearing boxers, like boxer shorts. Oh, God. They had like okay. skulls on them. Yeah, right. Ugh. Okay, now now what was David Beckham wearing? I think a suit. They were dressed like fancy. They were dressed nicely. They must have been having a lunch meeting. It must have been noon. Jesus, dude. Was that does that mean that your girl's dad was there? Yeah, he was somewhere. Or and he, he was didn't like, mind you walk you you had the balls to just walk around his place in boxers. Well, I didn't think he was there. Because you I was know? gonna put clothes on and then I was like is your dad here? Is anybody here? And she's like, no, nobody's here. Wow. Wait. Okay. So that begs the question. Did that mean that she lived w- with him at, at her family's apartment? 
So he, they had this apartment, but he wasn't there all the time. Okay. So at any given time, nobody being there was like a likely scenario. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. the idea, I, I wasn't being a complete asshole by wearing, by not putting clothes on. Like right. the chances were there was nobody there. If it, it, it was either that nobody was there or if somebody was there, it was like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I mean, I didn't anticipate that, dude. I maybe Idris Selva. Yeah. <laughs> that had never happened. Nothing like that had ever happened. I know the dad would hang out with some like fancy people now and then, but never was there just like people waiting for him. He must have been running late. Like, I don't, he might have been coming upstairs or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, David Beckham, did he, was he like, oh, hello, hello? Like, yeah. All right, mate. You all right? <laughs> yeah. But it's, dude, but they, they are in, it's weird because they're in your space. They don't know who I am. I could be anybody. Oh, you could have been like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yes. And they would have been and he would like, be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> you, you should have stuck that to him. Yeah. Can you imagine? But you yeah. could have been like, you, you could be like, who are you? Yeah. You'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Dave Beckham. And this is my wife, Vic. Dude, you but may literally. remember her from every magazine cover dude they, there was a period where those two were were the the justin bieber and i don't even know who would be the hot couple the couple that would be on their level of celebrity now i see what you're saying um maybe the prince harry and uh-huh does that even count though yeah i think that makes sense i think i think the prince prince I think the older one, William and Kate, when they were really getting married and everyone, the royal wedding, that level of celebrity to bring David Beckham together with Posh Spice. Did you watch Spice World? I, many, many years ago, I believe. I watched it a few times in London. I watched it. How was that? Well, it was cool because we were staying at this house that was a friend of our parents or my family. I was probably like eight. I don't know seven or eight yeah, it was, I think I was in second or third grade when it came out and there was a young girl my age who had watched the movie she was very proud of this she'd watched it over a hundred times and I remember even thinking at that age like you need to get a fucking life bitch <laughs> like learn a language you know whatever and she knew every word. She knew all the choreographed dances. And whenever a new dance number would break out in the movie, she'd get up off the couch and do it with them. And I remember thinking, like, you don't look anything like them. You're not doing it well the way they are. But she was eight, so I was probably holding her to too high of a standard. Her well, name was Tabitha. TikTok. Her name Tabitha? was Tabitha. Yeah. That's a good name. That's a very... I like the name Tabitha. It's yeah. It's a good and name. Then, and then we would always ask her to um, impersonate American people because she had a very thick British accent. And she'd go, I walk up the bath to take a path. Or she goes, I walk up the path to take a bath in an inch and a half of water. <laughs> Was it, did, did she pass for? Yeah, because, you know, if you Britishize it, it's I walk up the path to take a bath in an inch and a half of water right that's yeah. pretty good you know you know yeah i do i do um, did you ever do accents yeah i mean yeah <laughs> what do you got well dude it's funny that you mentioned this like as we all know i keep talking about this i've been watching game of thrones 
Mm. And it's always funny the way that they like, I mean, it's, I'm sure this is how it is or was or whatever, but like they distinguish between like the people in King's Landing speak like very proper English, but then like the Northern people, they're like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're yep. scottish yeah it's right. very distinctly it, it's so on the nose of like shitty parts of the united kingdom right right yeah like they're clearly doing that but also i think it's funny how in every single like period piece that involves british accents there's always a creepy moment where somebody is like the duck <laughs> in every single <laughs> one of those episodes somebody yeah. Someone talks about the dark. In an the dark and the winter is coming. Yeah, it's, it's a little heavy-handed. I don't know. Whatever. It's funny you say that, though. I was just watching an audiobook seminar about accents and stuff before this. Are you, are you, do you record audiobooks? Do you no, voice them? No, but I do VO. I do, I do do a lot of VO and, yeah. like, video games and shit. And now, you know, that this is happening, I'm like, well, I, I bought a microphone now. Maybe I can start, like, building a little home studio or whatever. I don't know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There was a there was a movie that was made. Um, it was called, but with the, it featured the actress Lake Bell, Who's who that? she's she was in that show How to Make It in America. She's also in the movie No Strings Attached. She's really stunning. Um, and also, what an interesting name! Just two totally random nouns. She sounds like somebody reciting flashcards trying to learn English. <laughs> lake bell lake <laughs> yeah uh but no she it was it, the movie was called um in a world and it was about voiceover actors it was pretty funny it was pretty good i know her. i just looked her up she's beautiful yeah guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm download it now all right so i got i got something for you all right hit me have you ever played localized versions of monopoly no i'm talking you know monopoly portsmouth new hampshire edition (laughs) that's a cool idea yeah so we had monopoly bucks county for pennsylvania that was the only one they had in the house and we played it and here's what I was thinking, right? This board game that they, they clearly went to a bunch of the local, it's not like Parker Brothers or it's not whatever that Mattel. It wasn't like the, the main or Hasbro. Right, right, it wasn't right. the game company that went to the local businesses of Bucks County and said, yo, can I use all of your properties and storefronts to represent boardwalk and park place and all those places. It's some knockoff bullshit. Right. It's probably not but even illegal. Here's what had to have happened, right? You had to, in order to get the licenses from those companies, you had to go to them and say, Hey, we want to use you in this game. And I'm sure that the companies were like, great free advertising, or whatever. But 
there had to have been one conversation or two where some guy making this board game went to a bookstore, right? And was like, hey, listen, we want to put you on the Monopoly board that we're making for Bucks County local Monopoly edition. And the guy was like, great, I'm in. I would love to do it. And they were like, fantastic. And then the guy was like, so what square am I going to be? And the, the fucking company was like, well, you know, the brown squares when you pass go where the rent when you land on it is only $2. You know, those piece of shit squares where yeah. nobody buys them. Yeah, we figured we would give you that. You know, like, like you, you ha they had to go to one, like everybody wants to be like boardwalk and Monop or in park place or the greens or the yellows or the, or the reds, but some, some shitty failing, like, you know, printing press store that makes like Hallmark cards had to be the property that was like, when you land on it, you have to pay $4 of rent. <laughs> And it's that shitty property where whenever somebody lands on it, the person who lands on it inevitably is like, oh, yeah, I can afford it, you know, or like not too much skin off my back. Do you think they made the local businesses pay to be on the squares? I don't see what local business would pay for that shitty square. I mean, even the light blues are still a fucking insult. You know what I mean? <laughs> What is it? It's called, so it's Mediterranean Avenue and Baltic Avenue and they're $60. And a lot of the time nobody will buy them because you've just collected $200 for passing go and you, you don't want to waste your money. <laughs> and then Dude. it gets into like Oriental Avenue, Vermont Avenue and Connecticut. And uh, eventually you're like, okay, I, I actually do want to buy these things, but <laughs> Dude, I, that was what I was cracking up thinking about the horrible conversation that <laughs> some flower shop that's like gone out of business five times but keeps getting resurrected is like, yeah, you're going to be the whatever, the shitty brown square. Dude, I wonder, that's interesting. I wonder to what degree, like, is there any chance that it's like a baseball team? Like, you know, in Little League, they're all the like business, local businesses. Oh do yeah. They, do they have to pay to do that? I think they do. I think in yeah, in Little League when they when they get uh when they get their names on the jerseys, maybe the those businesses will pay for the jerseys. How much do you think that cost? Is that all it is? They just pay for the jerseys? 100 bucks? Yeah. 300 bucks. What if it's like 50 bucks? Is that I mean, possible? T-shirts, yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, those jerseys sucked, man. They were like they felt like they were like nylon or something. They were, yeah, they were tweed. Yeah. <laughs> They're horrible. They, they, if you started to sweat, the beads of sweat would not go into the fabric. They were just right. sort of collect and roll down your arm and out your hand into your glove. And into your tucked shirt. Were you a baseball player? I was, yeah. I played until I was probably in high, until high school. I played. I really? really did. Yeah. Wow. What about you? Ah, I started playing lacrosse in I think sixth grade, and at that point I I switched over to that because they were both right. Yeah, kids. 
Yeah, tennis was the same. It was the same. Tennis was a problem. But then they had these like summer league things that I would play. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like on. I played little league and all that shit, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Do you in Maine this period from let's say like the the technical first day of spring through late April, if not even May first, has its own name, and it's called mud season. Really, and it's where the snow is sort of melting but nothing you can't like there's no grass you can't go walk you can't go read a book on a picnic blanket in a in a meadow it's soaked and it's disgusting and it's still cold and this is why maine is tough to live in because spring like summer is beautiful yeah and the fall is great and the winter is the winter but then the winter goes on and on and on forever till, when? till like mid mid-may dude you'll have 50 degree days in like five zero high 40s low 50s in mid-may and it'll be raining Ugh, that's that's literally the 40s and raining is maybe the worst weather that exists yeah yeah it's it's really rough um Sucks, dude. so i don't know we'll see i'm trying to hope that the things clear up and get warm enough that I can go out and run around. Oh, I got a kettlebell. Did I tell you that? Oh, it arrived? It came just in the nick of time. Fucking snatches, dude. Yeah. And dude, the UPS driver was all about it. He was pulling, he was bringing, it was, it's such a small box and so much weight confined in a little volume that he was like, this must be a kettlebell. And I was like, you must lift. And he's like, (laughs) my job is lifting and i was like let's stop now dude, if a fucking guy starts saying that to you he's like oh it must be kind like, hey dude beat it before i fucking shoot you <laughs> for trespassing dude the ups driver too he i was sort of like through the glass door and he was still holding on to it because he clearly wanted to hand it to my hands and i didn't know how to signal to him just put it down and i'll get it so he handed <laughs> it over to me like it was a baby and yeah i mean we're trying to minimize the face-to-face contact and surely mr ups driver is at the top of the charts for you know glad handing and and meeting folks these days i don't i don't want that petri dish yeah get out of here pal that's hilarious but my parents are here and we've been meeting in the driveway that's crazy standing six feet apart you can't hug your parents because you'll so kill them. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's horrible. It sucks, dude. It's really sad. All I want is for my mom to cook me dinner. And I can't go into the house that I grew up in. Dude, it's like the DMZ between North Korea and South Korea. Yes. Yes. Exactly <laughs> you mean, right. You yeah. Mean- <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. It's the the distance between my parents and me is the demilitarized zone, and it's it's <laughs> shitty, dude. Here's the other thing though, like we we they have dogs, and I patted the dogs, and then they patted the dogs. Are my spittle droplets catching in the follicles of the fur of our funny friends? Yeah, our dogs and the are surface. They, yeah, are they are they conveying my Rona is that you know that's something nobody's talking about. What if they lick my face and then they lick my dad's face? Yeah, dude, this is uncharted territory. It's so like far. that old. Do you remember that um, safe sex commercial 
when we were kids. Which one? It was like a PSA where this dude and this girl were about to make make nasty. And um and he was like she was like, Do you have a condom? And he was like, Well, I don't I don't really need one. And then this spooky dude walks into the bedroom and he's like, Well, if you're gonna do that, then you might as well have sex with me too. And then like thirty uh, more people that. came in. They were like, and me too, and me too. And then the whole tagline was like, if you have sex without a condom, you might you're having sex with all the people they've had sex with before. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really think that's necessarily true. <laughs> you know, it at sends worst, the wrong message. Yeah, you're also. having sex with the one person who had genital warts before. <laughs> Otherwise, you burn those off anyway, dude. Yeah. Otherwise, vaginas flush it out, or you know, <laughs> penises burn it off. I don't know. That was well, my also answer. like that. The thing that's fucked up about that is like that is the one thing when you're a young man that you like you like hold over girls. It's like a very immature thing to be like, well, you hooked up with all these guys, so therefore, all right. I feel like it brings me it brings me to to this next question, which I've been meaning to ask you. Is it sexist to keep a list or know how many people you've had sex with? Is that sexist? No. Yeah. It's sexist to have sex with a ton of people. Well, I don't know if sexist is the right word, but it's hypocritical to have sex with a bunch of people and then expect your partner to not have had sex with a lot of people. Sure. But But having a list? No, dude. Because I'll tell you, I have a list. You keep a you keep a kill list. I have a list somewhere. I, I, let's not call it a kill list, but I think we've talked, we've talked about this briefly. But I, it's I like to you know remember these things because you know it's been I'm I'm getting old, dude. Like I don't remember what the fuck happened ten years ago. You I don't want to remember. So theoretically, if I ever you know take a look back, I'm like, oh yeah. See, see, I didn't keep a list because I wanted to, I chose to forget. Why though? fours yeah who cares me i care <laughs> there, are, I, there are some very unproud moments in my conquests <laughs> dude hey listen you know it's all right man doesn't you know what here's the thing dude the reason i say sexist is that when i was in my junior year of high school my english teacher mrs michelson pulled me over during like a study hall one day into a booth in the cafeteria. And she said, Francis, it's come to my attention that you are becoming like one of the hockey boys. I said, what do you mean? She goes, I've heard that you are the type of guy who is keeping lists of all the girls that you're, you know, getting intimate with. And I just, I believe so much more in you than that. And I don't want that to happen to you. And I was like, I don't really know if this is a conversation we should be having. Um, But I was so aghast at the fact that my English teacher, this woman had, who was like older, by the way. And the reason she knew was that she had a daughter who was a classmate of mine, but I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with her. Um, But it was it always occurred to me like after that that keeping a list of the number of people you've hooked up with or the people you've hooked up with is like a hockey dude type 
mentality and therefore women thought it was sexist. And yet women are now keeping just as lists of all the guys they've hooked up with just as much as men are. And I know this because if you go to a girl's got to eat show, uh, they do a very hysterical segment where they bring women up from the crowd and like pull up their list on their notes app. And it has fucking hysterical descriptions of like the dudes that are also at times pretty demeaning. You know, it's like <laughs> Tom, Des Moines, uh, tiny penis, like coarse pubic hair came on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So sometimes it's pretty mean to the guy, whatever it is. And the, the point is, I think if both sides are doing it, there's no way you could call it sexist. Right. It should also be a, per that should be a personal thing, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I don't keep a list because I don't want to know. Well, okay, but also, do you think it, there's something wrong with keeping a list? Only because Mrs. Michelson made me feel shamed about it. Right. I, I respect Mrs. Michelson for starting that dialogue with you. I think there's something to <laughs> do. I'm serious. Like, there's something to explore there for sure because there is, it's a slippery slope. If you're list making at a young age, like, who knows? You're, so it's good for her to be like, Yeah. Also, <laughs> by the way, I was keeping a list of like the girls that I was making out with. <laughs> it wasn't exactly like, you know, it was more, it wasn't a kills list. It was like a flirt list. Right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe she was onto something, dude, because now, now you're calling them fours. Well, hey, I mean, let me put it this way. Or I'm before. sure there are women out there that have hooked up with me that don't want, that aren't exactly proud of the fact that they, you know, I, I don't, I'm sure that there are some women who were like, ugh. I you did. Know. You're definitely above a five. Like, there's no possible way to argue. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Like, honestly, I think it would be hard to argue that you're below a seven. Are, are what you know fine but like there have been nights where i like you know i hook up with someone and then i puke in their toilet and then like wake up the next morning and i'm like Ugh. you know not I, I didn't perform well like nothing went right and i was just at a tough point in my life maybe i had like acne breaking out whatever it may have been yeah like at my best but but, you know, some people have had me in, in much worse times. Right. But, dude, that reminds me of something. I went on – all right, so I went on, like, the perfect date once. This mm -hmm. girl – and we met, like, in such a random way. Like, I had known about her for years so, somewhere else, and then I bumped into her, and I got her number. And then we realized that I had known who she was before. It was, like, this whole serendipitous thing, right? We go on this amazing date. We go home. She comes over. And I just remember waking up in the morning – and she's not there anymore. And I was like, oh, weird. So I look around. Her jacket's still there. I was like, oh, that's weird. I go in the bathroom. The entire bathroom was covered in vomit. And she was gone. <sighs> it took me an hour to clean up the bathroom. Why'd you clean it? It was your bathroom. My bathroom of my apartment at the time. Oh, you didn't have a choice. Yeah, no wonder she, she puked and ditched. I know. And, and you know, we actually are very good friends still. And wow. I'm not, I look back on it and laugh and we went on a couple more times or whatever, but Good for it was you. a you massive saw, saw through the bile. Yeah, dude. It was really fucking gross. Yeah. But that's so gross, dude. Big L for her, but she's a great person and that, uh, you know, we're good friends now. And yeah. Who cares? 
Um, <laughs> no, Whatever, I guess, right? Well, Lil, that, that poses a good question. Is that something that can be overcome for most people? Like, I feel like, yeah, maybe. A- according to the movie Fever Pitch, yes. Jimmy Fallon was able to overlook Drew Barrymore's bout of nausea in their first date, so to speak. Do you remember that? I don't. I haven't seen that movie in years. Oh, it's good. It's fun. It's it's light. Light is good. But yeah, I I I think I think it uh, it can be overcome. I think certain things can be overcome. Like if you if you found her underwear just covered in like skid marks, that'd be harder to overcome. That's dude. That has to happen like two months in for you to be able to get over it. Like early on, you need to keep the skid markage low. <laughs> seriously man like gross butt stuff early on is really a deal breaker potentially yeah just like a big old string of dingleberries you know just (laughs) stuck to your bed sheets yeah dude that is like that's a deal breaker potentially right yeah i think so gross i mean for either on either end maybe i mean guys are just grosser to begin with yeah maybe they can get away with something like that yeah look i think there's this there's this crazy, well, not great. There's this thought that like period stuff, you, you have to suck it up. Meaning yeah. guys have to suck it up. I don't even give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, we don't care. Like, you know, I, I understand it, whatever. But if you're not able to hold your poop in your butthole for 24 hours and it, it ends up somewhere other than the toilet, like, I don't want to, I can't be with somebody that irresponsible. You know, God forbid we're driving together and like that the... the I don't know. Oh, here's a question. Okay. So to just to pivot, we were driving yesterday from Pennsylvania to Maine. It was like seven and a half hours. And um, halfway through my, my girlfriend took over the driving and she was flying, dude. I mean, I fly, flying. that's stressful. That's stressful. And I was like, Whoa, I didn't know <laughs> this about you. You're, you're a convict. Uh <laughs> You're like hilarious discovery. A, a female character in Grand Theft Auto. Um, <laughs> the risk taker. Yeah. So she's flying, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, all right, if we get pulled over right now, and let's say that they issue us a $150 speeding ticket, do I have to split that with her? Good question. I say no is the answer. Correct. I there's no chance that I'm chipping in, even though it's our journey together. You know, and she would probably argue something like, well, I was driving fast to get us there quicker, et cetera. You know, I'm down, we're splitting gas, all that stuff, obviously. But if you're the one who gets the ticket, now, what if it's like a parking ticket? I was just going to ask that because this happened to me and I, and the guy who was driving asked me to split it and I did because I didn't want it to be weird, but I was kind of like, all right. Well, I think I think that if the person driving parks in a space and and says, "Dude, is it okay to park here?" and you're like, "Yeah, you're fine," and then you get a parking ticket, yeah, you're probably both on the hook for it. Okay. Well, because this was in college, where like I was literally selling my blood to make money, dude. So like thirty dollars to me was valuable. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. So I was kind of like, fuck, but yeah, no, you're right. I guess there's more of an argument there, but I mean, dude, the, the speed ticket thing, that's ridiculous. Cause that would be like saying if you, if she gets pulled over for driving drunk, you go to jail too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're in the car, right? 
I'm saying you're sitting right next to her. In theory, you could have told her, slow down, or, hey, well, watch out, here's a cop, you know? because right. some, some spots are just, like, they're speed traps, you know? Yeah, yeah. I still think the driver pays, but if it's your girlfriend, too, fuck, that's a tough one, man. That's I might my split question. It. I might that's split it just to be a homie. It's a, a showing of good faith. Yeah, we'll put that to our listeners. Please weigh in on that. Um, but for now, guys, that's Oops the Podcast. Uh, G, stay strong. I'll see you in a couple days, buddy. You too, um, guys. And send us your send us your quarantine stories. And also, send a, if there's things that you missed that you didn't think you were going to miss before this, also send us that. I think that's an interesting thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oops the Podcast on Instagram. See you soon.